0: The National Broadcasting Company, in cooperation with the National Council of Catholic Men, presents the Holy Agony. cannot kill me until I have done my work. I have three days' work. If we enter this world of sacrifice as he entered the garden, then we need never fear the outcome. Why are we already anyone? Politics again will fail. The economists again will thunder. Foxes will be caught in their own trap. Will be caught in their own schemes, but because these hundreds of thousands of chosen souls have been signed with the sign of the cross and sealed with the seal of salvation, because they have borne their cross in Christ. In that hour, they will rise with Christ. This war to them is the story of the seed. Evil has its hour, but God will have his day.
1: Episode one. You're gonna die. The feast of St. Justin Martyr.
0: Uh, gathering is unfortunately lawful, unlawful under the
2: coronavirus regulations we have currently.
0: You are not allowed to meet inside
2: with this many people under law. At this moment in time you need to go home. Failure to comply with this direction to leave and go to your home address
0: ultimately could lead you to be fined £200 pounds or if you fail to give your details you being arrested. I suggest ladies and gentlemen, though it is quite a It is Good Friday, Friday, and I appreciate you would like to to worship that this gathering is
3: unlawless.
1: They will shut you out of the synagogues, and indeed the hour is coming when he who kills you will believe he is doing God a pious service. The disciples are to endure the shame of being thrown out. Right at the beginning of Christianity, they are to learn to take this disgrace of the Lord on themselves, being in retreat, and not even a fighting retreat, but a dishonorable defeat, being thrown out into the street. But they will not only throw them out and heap this disgrace on them. The hour is coming when he who kills you will believe he is doing God a pious service. For the ones thrown out will be outlaws in the eyes of those remaining behind and of the world. But this God to whom those remaining do their pious service no longer has anything in common with God the Father of the Lord. It is a God that they themselves have pieced together from remnants of the old covenant, from obsolete laws that they are still trying to make into a totality, and in the process they replace grace and love with their own discretion and self-righteousness. Their opinion that they are doing God a pious service will alienate them more and more from the possibility of being Christians. Through sheer fear and incomprehension, the persecuted ones will be driven to a courage that is no longer their own, but the strength of the Lord in them. The persecutors, on the other hand, encouraged by their success, acquire a personal courage that consists of disdain for the hesitant, weak, and desperate actions of the persecuted, The ease of their cheap victory will make them feel like masters of the world. Their courage grows in proportion to each new defeat of their enemies. Their religion is no longer anything but the expression of their self-mastery and personal superiority. Everything it contained that really came from God and referred to God is carefully removed. It is a kind of religion of the dance, in which nothing matters but the enjoyment of one's own movement. Every true religious factor is replaced by a world in one. But this danger, that is, that of being nothing more than a dead husk and man's self-adoration, threatens every religion. Even in the church it can go so far that inwardly all the religious life of a Christian is choked, throttled, and hollowed out by a complete lack of surrender, and the empty life is stuffed with distorted or arbitrary laws.
2: Doors closing.
0: Your attention, please. Please follow public health guidelines during the COVID-19 pandemic. Protect our staff and other riders by wearing a face covering at all times while on CTA service. Do not not board crowded crowded buses or or trains and spread spread out evenly inside inside the train.
4: in ages between 14 and 25, he was a sexual sadist, he raped all of his victims, Um, lived with him for about a week. Um, The way this kind of happened was just a freak, bureaucratic thing that was ironically the result of both of us converting or beginning to convert to Catholicism. On my part, I went to medium security prison and they gang member tried to extort me for food, and I had just begun going back to mass. And I had this kind of weird principled moment where I refused to give him anything, of, any of my food. But I also told him I wouldn't fight him. And he tried, you know, he tried to get tough and threaten me. And I basically said, "You can beat me within an inch of my life, and I will neither give you one bite of my food or fight you." And the guy got so confused and kind of freaked out by that that he went to the guards. Basically, told them that we got in a fight and he was worried and he wanted to get out of the cell block. I'm not sure why he reacted that way. Maybe he just thought I was crazy. Maybe he really thought I was like, it was some kind of game and I was going to stab him in the back or something. I don't know. But so, anyways, once they, they pulled me in to interrogate me, they realized I hadn't done anything wrong. And in the same time, they realized I had been minimum security for about a year and they had screwed up and left me in a medium security prison. So, They were worried about liability or something like that and they they basically stuck me in this cell block that used to be death row back when this was the maximum security prison for the state. And they put me in there so I could be alone while they figured out what to do with me. Michael Ross was on death row but nobody had been executed since about 1960. Basically the state had lost political will to execute people but they lacked the political will to repeal the law because of a few criminals on death row who were very notorious. So they just kind of kicked the can down the road and they kept all these guys in the new Supermax prison next door, but they didn't actually execute anyone and they just lived in this limbo of appeals. Um, The reason that they had to figure something out was because Michael Ross was treated with a hormone that temporarily cured his sexual sadism. He relapsed. They found a new hormone that fixed it. But in that process, he realized that he found he was remorseful for what he did. He converted to Catholicism, and he came to the conclusion that no matter what he did, it, the rest of his life it was just going to be an occasion of sin because he had this disorder that that associated pleasure with rape and murder. And he was also realized he was causing his victims' families more pain. By living in this perpetual appeals process they were always being notified and dragged to court and forced to testify and he just wanted to end it you know and i'm sure part of it was he wanted to end his own suffering too and so anyways he entered into what they called a death pact with the prosecutor where he requested to be killed and started working hand in hand with the prosecutor to facilitate his own execution while, meanwhile, like all those those liberal pantsuit nun types were protesting against his ex- execution, even though it was his own decision and one that was informed by his faith, it was you know it was really b- quite bizarre. And eventually, he won. And they realized they had to actually execute him, and they didn't have anywhere to execute him because the new supermax prison had no death chamber. So they brought him back to the medium security prison that you, where they used to kill people. And for about a week, while they were figuring out what to do with both of us, we lived with a a, a brick wall in between us. And then he died.
5: Hopefully
0: this is going to give you solace as well. It goes like this.
5: And he
3: will
0: raise you up on eagle's wings, raise you on the bridge of God, and make you shine like the sun, and hold you in the palm
1: of his hand.
5: <laughs> You're considered the most liberal United
1: States Senator. I, I Somebody said that, in it actually Mike
4: Pence on a debate
5: stage, but Well, actually, the nonpartisan GovTrack has rated you as the most liberal so, senator. Let's talk about that. Hey, you once again on, gave a non-answer. a non-answer, Joe Biden gave a non-answer.
3: <laughs> you, answer, you know. American people <laughs> deserve a straight
5: And is that a socialist or progressive perspective? No. <laughs> Important if you said the truth. Joe Biden said twice in the debate
2: last week. You landed haymakers on Joe Biden. How do you go for being
0: such a passionate
1: opponent? It was a debate. (laughs) Juan
5: Gold says that he is for the legalization of marijuana recreationally. Your thoughts on that? That he's
1: entitled to (laughs)
5: his (laughs) opinion.
1: Listen, I Listen, think, that, I it think that, love, that it gives a lot of people joy and.
0: <laughs> I'm sure you will agree with me. But we are living in troubled times.
2: This word makes me authoritative, dogmatic, I'm weak in the flesh. Flesh is weak, spirits willing, but strong in the Lord and the power of his might. I say this because this satanic encompass of this place, earth, is horrible. And it's getting worse and worse because of the beat down to keep that exaltation that God has for us. And he allows beatdown so he can exalt us into time. But the beatdown is like beatdown, beatdown, beatdown. Will you raise you up when we say, and how far you can go? Jesus, God, help me out with this, Corona. This is wicked. It, it, it enters into not only just bad, but there's a wicked agenda to it that's far worse than the death because you got the virus. Yes, I am on
1: the same page with you, man. Yep, I know it, all it, about it,
2: it. it. It's horrible. And I, listen, every I'm a conspiracy theorist, and everybody. <laughs> Ought to be by the fact that uh, that they, they should listen to what I say because it, it, I I don't go outside the lot the, the cover to cover and I also don't to interpret this. It's important because there was a conspiracy started up before there was a creation of this tangible, visible stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because in the spirit realm, God as the Holy Spirit, Father Son Holy Spirit, within the spirit. So the angels. Here's what happened. As God is going to display himself in a being, like as into this. He is created in our image. He says we got to be conformed to his image. His Very important because what happens is the good old Lucifer, the beautiful shining one because of that pomp, boy, he's all decked out. But guess what? When God cast him out on the planet, all his bling fell off and we mindful? It. It's called gold, silver, precious metals, and all that stuff. It's scattered throughout the earth, so we mindful it because it's precious to us, right? But the beautiful one. Now listen, how beautiful am I? Well, I'm a creature genius and I'm beautiful and I got all this wisdom and I got this all this, and you're going to make it that one? The Christ of God, this man thing in that little, come on, he's only 5'8", he can't fly, no wings, look at him, just standing there and not even animated yet because the animation, right? And, and, and so what happened that conspiracy, hey guys come on, who do you think it is? him or me let's look at this watch me flap my wings and let me show myself off and then michael's like guess what uh, you to know watch what you say i'll rub your ass michael the archangel and he'll beat your ass and gabriel's like no i'm gonna give you all the information because uh i've got the information but he's like yeah but i'm the wise and i'm the wisdom and i can i'll get him. don't worry i'll get him. or you'll see and then guess what judgment came you're out cast down to the earth before new planet genesis oh thank you god it's, it's delightful and what happens is is that because of this and he and he cast and he drove saturn out from the ground that he was taking didn't let in mary out that ground breathed oh, god's response for the coronavirus he but i say this but he shows god knows them there is they are his creation. But as far as he went in the summer, he said, In him he made me for female. No time beg you. And I ask you, read Genesis 1, stay there and let the Holy Spirit reveal to you that the image of God in that idea man, and, and the man means Adam and it means Ruby to be flushed with blood. Flushed with as in now pinkish red. It's so out of hand because when you start seeing Genesis 1, we're not made in the image of God in the way that everybody says Maybe stature and visibility, but as far as the image of God, this is the one image of God. It says, in Him dwell the fullness of the Godhead, our body. Our bodies will be made. I'm getting new. This, I'm getting a new body. I know you are. And Me guess too. what? It's delightful. Guess what? I'm already seated in the heaven. My citizenship is heaven. The resident fuck yeah. Th- and he put the, the divine nature inside this called this his spirit. And the Holy Spirit's like, well, God's your father, but I'm here as a paraclete as another comforter. And it, it means paraclete the word comforter actually saying another comfort. It's the comfort. Mm-hmm. And he's gonna raise you up in this food intake, and that's the word of God. And plus you're gonna have this body that's gonna function by what you eat, put good things. In. <laughs> good things in put good things in it, put good things into it, Yeah. the whole God, because what happens is we see all kinds of stuff, next thing you know we go nuts, or else we gravitate to what we might like, because less than I am, this word is out of hand, it's fantastic.
3: I'm going to get in trouble, i got to go, I, I
2: want
1: to talk to you all day. What's your name? Jessica.
2: Jessica. Because love, God, showed a bar in my heart. He had to put his love in me so I could love him back Rightly, because it's not, I get a gene model. But right now, his love is shed a bar in my heart. So I love you, Father God, and I love you, Jessica. <laughs> I love you too. Okay, so it's great because this is what this is about, and it's out of hand. God blessed me, and he showed it in the heavenlies, and the name that he showed it, Don. Um, oh, there she is. Her name is Jessica. <laughs> You're I hope ble-
1: I run into you again. You're my
2: blessing. Guess what? Yeah. If I don't see you, we will see each other in heaven because right. it's gonna be a family reunion. That's right.
6: All day all day, <laughs> right? Yeah, Right? Oh thought- yeah, I'm so glad I got to
0: talk you to you. Oh. I thought I thought you might be interested. I thought perhaps you might be interested. In, be interested in, in hearing about the devil. In hearing about the devil from a sound philosophical and theological point of view. Love of nudity. Secondly, violence. Thirdly, split personality. These views of strict morality were all right hundred years ago or five hundred years ago. But this is a new world. I gotta be me. I gotta be free. That's the way the devil talks. All right, now you've had your go Now you're hooked. Don't come, come to me. I can't help you. Might as well give up. Trance. And so the devil filled us with despair And he filled the heart of Judas with despair Judas could have gone to the Savior And the Savior would have forgiven him Judas took a rope. There are 10,000 times 10,000 roads down which any of you may travel for a lifetime. And it makes no difference which road you travel. At the end of all of these roads, you are going to see two faces, either the merciful face of Christ, or the horrible face of Satan.
1: Reminders to all our valid shoppers, please observe social distancing, maintain at least one meter from a person to person at all times. This is for our safety and health purposes. Thank you.
0: Your attention please. Please follow public health guidelines during the COVID-19 pandemic. Protect our staff and other riders by wearing a face covering at all times while on CTA service. Do not bore crowded buses or trains, and spread out evenly inside the train.
5: mortification of his body. As it was painted, at that point, he was old. The last ten years was painting cardinals, popes, crosses, and Christ on the cross.
4: As prom, the sings the priest in rising and falling Latin, incense everywhere in terms of that untouchable delicacy of lace only black. With all its paraphernalia, and it seems in my three-year brain, Ed pro omnibus's description of that land and that attainment, the glory of Gerard that was prophesied, a terrinum, the gloomy fall of the song voice, eternity. I can almost guess and smell the location. No way in my wild mind to muddle my way and shake it off. And I'm so little and so far back, and in my reveries and dreams later on, it seems, the funeral took place across the street from our house. And a strange other church permeating everywhere. Just as the simplest thing in the world, when properly looked at, as the original riddle. Way right at the back of the church are blank-faced standards. It's like Good Friday when the church is crowded, and it's usually raining according to superstition. And there are standards at the back, and overshoes or rubbers over the umbrellas. We want to quit swiftly the snowy grace and get back to the pool hall. I don't understand anything of the funeral service. It's solemnity escapes my high head as I look around and mull over the faces of people. And those tragic overshoes and wet splashes of almost puddles at the back of the church and the hopeless dampness as though it was all taking place underneath some stone steps, and there are drear shadows making the yellow marble so faint, so sad, the daubing at eyes by aunts and mothers, their faces squeezing into sections wishing he hadn't died. Ah, seems to me fitting and proper, it's all part of the show. It's a vast ethereal movie, I'm an extra, and Gerard is the hero, and God is directing from heaven. I see bleak wooden fences in the rain, and the little man with the mysterious hat, and my mind swirls. I see nothing but swarms of angels in the church, in the form of sudden myriad illuminated snowflakes of ecstasy. I scoff to think that anybody should cry. I let go a little yell, my mother grabs my face and taps me gently. No, no, no. People blew me at the funeral, have heard the little child's voice, they think. He doesn't understand. I want to express somehow. Here and now, I see the ecstasy. The divine and perfect ecstasy, reward without end, it has come, it has always been with us. The formalities of the tomb are ignorant irrelevancies, most befitting, gravely conducted by the proper qualified doers and actors, and line singers, have aroused the boys' choir takes up in the back, and my mother's eyes burst with tears. She never could stand boys singing, anyways. Some of them knew Gerard, she announces proudly, to near-a-hand solemn meal and threw him at Marie. The little angels. Sing, sing, she thinks, sing with all your hearts for my friend Gerard, who is dead, my little man, my little sad son. It is for yourselves, you sing, angels. I myself hear the boys singing and turn around to see them in the choir loft with their little voices uplifted to the rosy black arms of the hypnotist, hypnotist of feeling. By the way the boys are singing and by significant rustles, you can tell the service and increasing coughs. It is almost over. Easy enough to cough, cough, cough and go off back home off other people's funerals. And over the coffin at the forefront in the... The flicking the chiborium incense pot at in each flick in three directions by some magic bell rope signal. The outside roof bell flicks like smoke itself and kicks off a playing for ed- the edification of the people of Centerville. Drawers has died. Drizzly news from the incense pot. Co-playing so gentle and quiet to the sound of the connecting signal rope. Cack and Co-playing, such beautiful music. I see three fumes of music smoke float up and away. Let there be rejoicing. We all get in cars and they slowly weave the parade and we go out on a long, slow drive along the Merrimack River, by sodden and trees and all their foliage looking sad, to the bridge to Tingsboro that is and across that to Nashua, entering that little city my parents come from town in bleak gray To the cemetery outside town where I remember the long gray wall and glistening boulevard in the rain, and they haul the coffin gently down to grave ropes, that for all their gentle look have no gentle job to do, and lower away easy does it a little hunk of pain into the mud roots and propping pieces show in the dug sides men stand around my father in the midst of them bareheaded with that goopy helplessness beneath immense and endless skies that say ya down upon the entire scene my father's curly hair is moist and uncombed the lids of his eyes are down where there will always be a cold place to kneel this earth and he'll kneel again it's a cold place for knees mon ti nin standing with me in a black car burst out sobbing as this coffin downward disappears i turn to them and i say But why are you crying? Tijan? you don't understand. You're too young to understand, they wail, seeing my rosy face, my questioning eyes. I look again, the men have stepped a pace aback, expecting. Old gravedigger picks up his shovel and closes the book. I basically was seeing a lot of people down at the Tile Basin. Definitely not practicing the six-foot social distancing rule. I was inspired by the Blues Brothers movie, and uh, that scene where they, they drive around with a giant megaphone on the, the car. You know, want to put my uh, a little bit of my anxiety
0: and creativity to use. Checker. Checker. Uh, I'm Brian Rose. Uh, I'm a freelance videographer, and I make uh,
4: random videos on the side. This is a public service announcement. We are currently in a pandemic I don't really leave the house uh, aside to walk the dog and go get groceries. I'm trying to to do my part and do my best to um, avoid contact with people that I, I don't need to have contact with. St. Stephen was stoned to death.
5: St. Peter was crucified upside down. And St. Bartholomew was flayed alive. St. Sebastian was tied to a pillar with arrows, and beaten to death with clubs, Before being fed to the lions, St. Ignatius wrote, I am weed for God, to be ground down by the teeth of wild beasts, so that I may become pure bread for God. After being knocked down by a lion, St. Perpetua pinned her hair back up, saying, a martyr shouldn't suffer with the hair, as she seemed to grieve while entering into her glory. While being roasted alive on a grill, St. Louis tried it his executioners, I'm done on this side, turn me over. St. Castian was a Christian teacher to pagan students and after being condemned by a local official, he was handed back over to his students to be beaten to death by their styluses and tablets. St. Lucy's eyes were gouged out and St. Agatha's breasts were chopped off. St. Eulalia was rolled down a hill in a barrel filled with knives. St. Eustace and his family were thrown to the lions, but the lions refused to devour them. So they were baked alive together in a bronze bowl. St. James the mutilated was cut into 28 pieces surviving until they finally cut his head off. St. Euphemia was tortured for three days on a wheel but refused to apostatize. So she was thrown to the lions. The lions didn't eat her but only licked her wounds. So a hungry bear was found to get the job done. St. Catherine was tortured on a wheel until the wheel broke. She was then decapitated and milk flowed from her southern bed. St. Cecilia was condemned to be suffocated and baked alive and he needed death. But it didn't work. So an executioner struck her three times, but was unable to decapitate her. She survived for three days while bleeding out, all the while singing to God in her heart. Saint Ephian was thrown into a dungeon, beaten with clubs, roasted alive, and then thrown into the sea with stones tied to his feet, but an earthquake caused the sea to spit his body back on shore. After refusing to marry Emperor Diocletian, Saint Philomena was whipped with cords, but angels healed her wounds. She was condemned to be drowned, but angels cut the rope of the anchor was tied to a post, but angels turned the arrows back on the archers. She was finally decapitated. St. Romanus' tongue was cut out, but he continued to preach the gospel with his garbled mouth. So he was sentenced to be burnt alive, but rains kept extinguishing the flames. So he was finally... St. Denis was beheaded, but his body picked up the severed head and continued to walk through the towns. and his head held in his arms continued to preach the gospel.
0: The devil offered him three shortcuts to the conquest of the world. And the first shortcut was, be an economic king. Give the people bread. Turn stones into bread. Everyone will follow you. Then you'll be the kind of a messiah that everyone wants. Do not take up a cross, Something spectacular. Some great technological, scientific wonder. Throw yourself from a steeple and be unhurt. But people like her marvels. Rockets sent to moon, Things like that. They'll win souls. But don't worry about a the cost. Then finally Satan said, You want to win the world, don't you? Well, fall down and adore me. I'll give you the world. I'm master of it. And our blessed Lord refused to down before him. He said that he would be lifted up. He said he did not want Satan's world. All that he wanted was an earth that was large enough to contain a cross.
1: I know that time is always time, and place is always and only place, and what is actual is actual, only for one time, and only for one place. I rejoice that things are what they are, and I renounce the blessed face, and renounce the voice, because I cannot hope to turn again. Consequently, I rejoice, having to construct something upon which to rejoice, and pray to God to have mercy upon us. That I may forget these things that with myself I too much discuss, too much explain. Because I do not hope to turn again, let these words answer for what is done, not to be done again. May the judgment not be too heavy upon us. Because these wings are no longer wings to fly, but merely vans to beat the air. The air which is now thoroughly small and dry, smaller and drier than the world. Teach us to care and not to care. Teach us to sit still. Pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Pray for us now and at the hour of our death.
0: This message is being down 320 cable channels from a satellite right up there at right close to the With the I-G-G in God's glory message, which is... Feel good. Take the money. Why should you send money to me? Because when I preach and make you feel good, I do it for the money. Because when you send me money, I go out and I buy things with it. I buy material things. Now let's talk about that. Let's talk about material things. Let's talk about matter. Matter is made up of of tiny particles which are held together by an attraction. No physicist in the world understands. No organic physicist, no theoretical physicist, no physicist of any kind understands what it is, but they know that it's there. They know that all the subatomic particles in the universe are held together by this attraction, by this blue, this super blue. People, God is the blue. God is blue that holds man together, and? Matter is materialism, and materialism is the accumulation of Oh, sir. And I love this Italian silk, $750 piece of water colour jacket. No, no, sir. I, I know what you want, but you want to make the Reverend Bill Bob into
6: some kind of phony hypocrite. No bot probably going to stand here.
0: And he ain't gonna he ain't gonna be wearing sackcloth and ashes and pretend to be raising money to feed the starving orphans in Rwanda because the Reverend Bilba Proverb is telling you right here, right now, and right up front that I'm taking all that
4: money
5: for myself. <laughs>
6: 57 Sunday in COVID tide. Lord put it on my heart to preach to y'all about sin. But about sin, I do not mean all the juicy stuff you want to hear about. You you get find about in another preacher's pulpit. I mean the thing you don't like to think about. All you hog dressers and forklift drivers and trailer trash wives. A little thing called sanitation. All you people are unclean, filthy, dirty, unclean. The Bible says your righteousness is unclean as filthy rags. You people say God will take care of you, but you won't listen to his orders and accept his invention of modern hygiene. You say your faith will save you from your sickness, but you refuse to believe in his word and obey the law of God. You don't wash your hands, you don't wear a mask, you are unworthy of this great gift of sanitation. You'd all rather be six feet under than six feet apart, spreading your infections in church and calling it praise, killing one another in the name of Jesus. But God came to cleanse the temple, the temple that is your body, with his own gift of sanitation. There is no salvation without sanitation. The blood of the lamb the Israelites painted on their door as a sign to generations is the old covenant passed away. The new covenant has been fulfilled. So stay home, wear a mask, and let this be a sign under your front door. As for me and my house, we will shelter in place as we await the coming of Fauci's next orders when all the nations will be gathered unto one in the name of science, and each have their turn at getting God's precious vaccine. The book of Leviticus got a lot of things wrong. Them Jews, they take kindly to our homestyle cooking. But they knew the law of Moses was about cleanliness. They knew that when Moses died, it was because he did not wash his hands in the water from the rock and could never see the promised land because the veil he wore in front of the Lord was not a double mask. But the Lord would send his servant Fauci to prophesy about flattening the curve and deliver the law to his team of experts, live updates from the heavenly press conference because only God can change his mind. Trust, you stiff-necked people, in your servant. He is leading you over the Red Sea of airborne transmission. He comes in a cloud-bearing news of the rapture when the 44,000 people of Jehovah would get vaccinated. The faithful remnant of Israel and their sanitation now open to all in the holy name of globalism. But those disciples of Jesus who cast out many demons and healed many lepers, or so they say. They did not wash their hands, and the Pharisees called them out, had them doxxed, had them contact traced, and put into quarantine camps for the danger to public health, false prophets. But as for the righteous man, the godly man are the socially distant. All the holy prophets kept their distance from this wicked world. Ezekiel knew when he prophesied that them dry bones would be raised, up, they'd be lifted up by the power of shots in the arms. Don't you people know the gospel? That when one person gets vaccinated, ninety-nine angels rejoice? Are you washed in the sanitizer of a lamb? Have you been slain by the MNRA injection of the spirit? Have you read the verse? It says, without the jabbing of arms, there is no forgiveness of sins. But if you don't get vaccinated, and you refuse my sanitation, says the Lord, you will burn in hell with all the unclean beasts and foul of the air the college kids who would party in their dorms, the choir singers who release clusters of bacteria with their songs, the bikers and the trumpers, the notch bulls and groipers, conspiracy theorists, proud boys, boat dealers and the whole entire state of South Dakota I'm sorry to say it, but they're going to burn in a perpetual lockdown of fire found in the chains of a high-rise condo They will reach for a handy wife to clean themselves, but will not find one. They will try to go outside and ask if anyone has a mask, but they will not be able to remove the permanent mask from their faces. It rots their flesh, exposing the gaping hole that is their soul. They never dare to examine. They will call for an Uber delivery driver to bring them groceries and to put them out of their misery. They will ask for unlimited streaming, but there will be only one channel on constantly. The CDC broadcast from above, and only then they shall know the truth. Having already chosen, though, to smolder in their filth and degeneracy. This morning, when I was sterilizing my bar, fixing the social distance tape for the cows and pouring bleach in the hog pen, God spoke to me and he put it on my heart, his holy scripture, that personal protective equipment covereth many sins. Fornicators, idolaters, OnlyFans, cam girls, drag queens, story hour pedophiles, Black Lives Matter protesters, rhinos, never trumpers, Antifa thugs, NPR commentators, occultists, therapists, poll workers, transgender surgeons, fact checkers, euthanizers, influencers, content creators, they will all be spared my wrath because they masked up and accepted my vaccine and they shall enter into my rest and see clearly face to face enjoying all the fruits in the garden of artificial intelligence
4: and
6: unlimited automation. In the name of Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson, amen.
3: But at the end of the day, I, when I grew up, I realized that she lived her life, like, really like that. Yeah. And, like, did things for other people and, like, sacrificed herself for other people. And, like, my adopted brothers and sisters would be, like, on the street, you know? And, yeah. like, I have a lot of, like, mental illness in my family and homelessness family and stuff. And, like, my mom and dad always, like, took care of my fucked up family, you know, like, they're actually, like, good Christians, not just, like, fake surface, like, performative, and so, like, I feel, like, yeah, I don't know, like, that's why I also will put up with my mom's shit, like, now that she's, you know, not having yeah. her best days, <sighs> um, <sighs> jeez. Well, it's, it's, when they're dying, like, you figure it out, right? Like, that's the thing when you, like, I've known my mom had, like, not a long time to live. Like, yeah. that's, like, they just, at, right in the beginning of coronavirus. Like, we, yeah. she, like, collapses. And so, we went, and the doctor was just, like, she had to get emergency surgery, and then, we went in, and we thought it was, like, over. And, like, we thought, but then the doctor's like, yeah, you have, like, a year to live. <laughs> oh my god, and he had no idea, like, so, but then, I was saying, like, when you know someone's gonna die, like, you, everything's just, like, condensed, right, and, like, I just, like, hate my mom and, like, love her so much at the same time, and, it's, like, fine, and, like, that's how we are, like, we, I don't know, it's just, um, but, yeah, like, Yeah, like I'm sitting here in my backyard right now. We have like eight acres, and my mom always kept it wild. Like she didn't want to manicure it or anything. She's like very into the wildlife. Um, there's like deer, mountain lions. As I told you earlier, tons of snakes. And like, it there's like a big mountain range behind us, and but we never had a fence. Uh, but we had lots of cats growing up and none of them ever survived to the end of their life so will the book later on, but we lost a cat at the time, this is when I was like seven, six or seven maybe, I'm not sure, but uh, our cat had recently been gone missing and like a week later we found this dead coyote in the backyard and my mom, off, she had read that coyotes smell like death from nine miles away or something like that, and that if they smell their own, they like stay away. I guess this is her theory. But the, co- the coyote was all like bloated and stuff from sitting in the hot sun, and my mom took me and was like, Come with me, Ellie. We went in the backyard and I remember like looking at it. It was really nasty. <laughs> she like tied a, uh, a rope around its neck. And we had like this blue Astro van. The doors like swing open in the back. And she like get in there. And so I sat in the van. And she told me to hold the rope. And she just like started driving around the perimeter of the property, like. I just remember,
4: like, she's, like,
3: yelling, and I don't know, like, I just remember, like, lots of chaos, and, and just, like, holding this rope, and this, like, bloody coyote just, like, dragging it around, she's just, you know...
4: Let us pray. O Justin, teacher of divine knowledge, you shone with the radiance of true philosophy. You were wisely armed against the enemy. Confessing the truth, you contended alongside the martyrs, with them ever entreat Christ our God to save our souls.
1: The whole church of God is adorned with the wisdom of your divine words, O Justin. The world is enlightened by the radiance of your life. By the shedding of your blood, you have received a crown. As you stand before Christ with the angels, pray unceasingly for us all.
4: In nomine Patre, Spirit, Spiritus